Uh, Jerry Hamilton and I welcome in you to On Texas Football. We're actually in the same picture for the first time in a long time. Uh, Jerry and I are over here at the LBJ Library following a uh, 15 to 30 minute viewing window of uh, day two of spring practice. Uh, Jerry, you, it was your first time I saw him on, on uh, uh, Monday, your first time to see him as a group on Wednesday. Your initial thoughts? Uh, looked like a team physically uh, that's a lot different than last year, two years ago. I mean, uh, just when they get off the bus, you know, initially, I kind of wrote in some post-practice uh, uh, media window thoughts that, uh, you know, if Neto Yumeo Zulu isn't the first one off the bus, it's because he's on the same bus with Alfred Collins <laughs> and Jure Bledsoe, right? I mean, so <laughs> Texas is starting to get that look as a team, which is very important when you're headed to the man's conference of the SEC. But uh, the recruiting work being done is showing – when these guys just get off the bus and they're out there warming up before practice actually starts. Let me ask you this. I mean, because one of the things I mentioned uh, on Monday, the offensive skill talent, yeah. DeAndre Moore not out there uh, today, uh, Keelan Robinson and Jonathan Brooks both back but not fully yeah. operational, Malik Murphy still at practice but not necessarily throwing. Um, what did you think overall of the offensive skill talent? Because I tell you what, that was striking to me when A.D. Mitchell was out there yeah. along with John T. Cook and – uh, Xavier Worthy's back, Jordan. I mean, they just they just have guys all over the field. They have guys all over the field. Uh, Jonte Cook, you know, credit the margin hooks. I mean, and Jonte for putting in the work with margin. I mean, that guy's ready to play now. He's going to be a factor from game one. I really believe that after watching him today, unless just catching a football in traffic against Power 5 athletes becomes a bit of a learning curve for him. He looks really good to add to some of those experienced guys you talked about. But I'll tell you, and to throw another, another one out there, Tashar Choice gave praise to Savion Red. Two days in a row. I mean, the whole way through drills and then uh, running back linebacker uh, passing game stuff. Savion Red has a running back body type. You said Selvin Young, very similar to Selvin Young. If if he can drop his pads and has contact balance, he may be more than just a little role play running back. Because he has running back feet. He has that running back mentality. He has that running back body type. And based on Tashar Choice giving him uh, a lot of – praise today it seems like he's off to a really good start at running back and Cedric Baxter also got some praise today from uh, uh to short choice and drills and where Cedric Baxter showed up to me Bobby was routes running left when he sticks his right foot in the ground he really separates he more so than when he sticks his left foot in the ground going right interesting I, I didn't notice that per se but what I did notice was the separation yeah and he catches the ball with arms extended. Yeah, and he, has, uh, he yeah. is easy, easy catcher. And he fought through the he fought uh, Leona LaFowl for a ball today. I believe it was Leona, Leona LaFowl and came down with it. So he is he's showing that competitiveness that you've always seen from him. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's talk a little bit about the offensive and defensive line because I did not get a chance to see much of them on Monday. I watched them uh, with particularly close attention on uh, Wednesday. Uh, I, I felt like the, the top group, it's clearly that they're they're deeper on the interior than they are on the exterior. Yeah. I guess is the best way to say it because you mentioned Alfred Collins looking like a million bucks oh, again. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he's actually gained some yeah. upper body strength, which is great. I hadn't seen that 
uh, Byron Murphy was out there. Uh, Byron Murphy and Tavondre Sweat were the ones. Uh, then you come in with Vernon Broughton and uh, Alfred Collins with the twos, Aaron Bryant and Sadir Mitchell running with the threes only on the interior. And then you, Jeray Bledsoe was with that group as well today. It was an interesting group. On the edge, it was a little different. Um, Baron Sorrell is clearly the the one guy out there that you you can point to and say, okay, you're a guy. Justice Finkley, uh, has, you know, he's, he's still young. He's only a, a true sophomore uh, and is not the most physically imposing guy at the position. Right. Uh, I, I felt like Ethan Burke uh, had some, some moments, uh, but again, he's still only a sophomore. Yeah. Uh, I, I look at it, Jamon Tapp was out there. Uh, we, it's it's going to be interesting, Jerry, because when you and I talk and, and, and watch these guys, there's still a lot of development left to do with that position. Yeah, and there's so much left to learn the spring practice from these guys. I mean, because the one reality, the one thing about these guys is, you know, we don't get to see the team sessions. And when it gets to team, you see who has that extra gear maybe coming off the edge. That steps a little quicker, right? Um, but I thought the defense – it was interesting. Sadir Mitchell, these kids, these early enrollee guys, they go through the de-recruiting process, as a former colleague Tom Luganville used to say immediately and Sadir Mitchell got that D recruitment process today <laughs> he messed up messed up the hand strike and rip uh drill and Bo Davis like that's terrible terrible and he had he ended up having to run that three times but that's part of being a freshman right but you know what was very interesting about that I know you watch the same rep Tavondre Sweat stepped in as an experienced player and showed him correctly how to do the drill and those things are little and yes they're expected but those are still signs of a team's growth to me. I mean, you're not worried about guys that are coming in competing with you. You're worried about helping your teammates get better. And those are minor things, but it's uh, those are important things. But, you know, Jare Blood, so it's going to be so interesting to see where he plays this spring and, and headed into the next season. Where are they? Re- because I think he's going to cross train, right? That's pretty obvious. So where's his fit going to be? He gained, what, 16, 17 pounds since last season. Uh, so he's around 270 right now after losing some weight after coming in in the midterm because he had the hernia uh, he had the hernia surgery I believe. So um, you know he's gained some weight back, but it's a talented group uh, for sure on the defensive line. Savondre Sweat looks like an NFL player. Byron Murphy looks like a million bucks, just a little sawed off. But uh, I kind of said on Inside Texan a thread he could hoist us all up over his shoulders and throw us from Denny uh, from the practice field to the parking lot. That's how strong Byron Murphy looks right now. It's very funny. Um, speaking with Jerry Hamilton of InsideTexas.com, we have a special running right now on Inside Texas. Also, I think we're going to have four or five different practice reports from today. Please give us a try. Four months right now uh, for just $10. It's an introductory price only. Uh, please give us a try at InsideTexas.com. Jerry, we're six minutes and change into this video. I haven't even asked you about the quarterbacks. Yeah. Your initial thoughts on Quinn Ewers and uh, for the year two and Arch Manning. I thought Quinn looked really comfortable today uh he was very accurate i thought he was on point today in that window we had arch manning had a few high throws to me um today uh especially left in the intermediate game but he's also precisely accurate he threw a couple of balls he threw a ball that got on adonai mitchell too fast and adonai mitchell dropped it he couldn't get his hands up extended for it right here uh i thought arches i think the ball gets out of his hands so quick the receivers are going to have to adjust to how quickly they have to get their head around and arms extended, else that ball is going to be on their face mask. Um, so he just gets the ball so quick. There's going to be an adjustment period for the Texas wide receivers. But uh, it's a tremendously talented quarterback room. 
I, I was trying to think when I was watching that the last time Texas had two passers that were, had that arm talent and pat, natural passing ability. Um, and Malik Murphy, he he needs you know he was watching again. He needs to get back on the field. That's two days of lost reps where Arch is getting those second team reps. You there, there's one specific drill that was really interesting. The wide receivers, the outside receiver Xavier Worthy was with uh, a rep with uh, Quinn Ewers with yeah. the ones, and immediately following was Arch Manning with Jonte Cook yeah. with the twos. You couldn't tell the difference. No, I mean it, that, that when I'm that is just extraordinarily rare because you're talking about I, I think you're talking about four NFL players potentially there um, running back to back reps, and I was just like that's that's kind of just unheard of. Um, Offensive lineman, initial thoughts there. I thought Neto looks unbelievable physically. I yeah. mean, he and he looks, and he's starting at left guard. No, he's second team at left guard to team, Hayden Connor. Yeah, second team at left guard to Hayden Connor. They rotated a lot. They were working a lot of combo blocks. One the few minutes I watched, and the tight ends went up there and they worked on combo blocks, tackles, tight ends. Um, uh, Sanders putting a lot of work in the blocking drills, by the way, which is good to see. He looks like I think he looks like he's in midseason form. I mean, he looks really good right now, uh, offensive line wise. Look, this is the best a group has looked first through third team for a spring practice at Texas and I don't know, since probably since the 03 to 05, 06 range. I mean, I can't think of a time they've looked better. Um, and it just looks like a group that these freshmen, have. they look different physically than they did when they got to Texas in August. And it's so different than what they did in high school. And so they're putting in the work. Um, I think there's a lot of quick feet out there. I think there's some really good hand strikers. Uh, you, you mentioned that Neto is really quick with his hands. Yeah. DJ Campbell may have the quickest feet. Neto's probably the quickest with his hands uh, getting the people. Uh, Connor Stroh, actually, Connor Stroh's interesting. He looks pretty comfortable out there for a kid that's in practice, too. Yeah, I, he does. I, I, I agree he, with I that. He, I agree I with that he comment. he processes things really quick. Yeah, I, I, I could agree with that comment. Um, you look at the group as a whole, and they just, I mean, Kyle Flood has taken that, that – uh, that thought of big humans yeah. and it's taken to heart and it's taken hold. Uh, they are really, really large yeah. on the offensive line, uh, exceedingly so. Uh, I, I mean, I, I kind of wonder, they've got a cross-train Neto at left tackle yeah. uh, some at, at this point because Kelvin Banks, I'm not I'm not sure Peyton Kirkland is ready for that right. role, even though he's he's playing that right now. But uh, maybe they cross-train Hayden Connor there as Cam, well. Cam Williams Cam. cross-train this spring at right and left tackle. I think they want him to learn both positions. I, I think that's part of a development of these guys is to learn both tackle positions. Yep. Anything else strike you about uh, the the – Punt return, any of that stuff. Keaton Crawford and Jonte Cook, number two punt return. Yeah, practice two. He's already number two in punt return, so that kind of tells you what they're thinking right out of the gate, as far as that goes. Um, you know, the, I thought Adonai Mitchell physically looks different than the rest of the Texas wideouts. Yeah, I mean, he he's does. Strong in his quads and his hips and his core, you can tell. Um, he, he just he has a different look. And now Isaiah Narrow is not out there. Right, he would be the guy that has that same look. But Adonai Mitchell physically is way far advanced now jordan whittington's advanced right but madonna mitchell his legs just he's a little different looking guy out there. I, I tell you what uh second practice for me and uh i will say this again i have a firm belief uh that this is a as talented a roster the only caveat remains youth for yeah. me i mean you don't see a lot i mean jordan whittington looked good yes but he's he's the senior christian jones looks good uh, he's a senior. Jake Majors is out there. 
Um, Jaron Thompson had another, I thought, good practice. We haven't talked about the secondary. Uh, Terrence Brooks. Uh, yeah. Goodness. Uh, he, he's got a chance to be really, really good. So does Gavin Holmes. Uh, but all of those guys with, with, you know, there's just four or five guys. I didn't mention Jalen Ford even, but there's not that many seniors. Right. Maybe there's more on defense yeah. where you have Byron Murphy and Tavondre Sweat kind of anchoring and you got a three-year guy and, and Baron Sorrell, but offense is the youth gets me. So they're, this season, it's it, it's stacking up where they're going to have to play good defense early and learn their way on offense. And then I think late in 2023, they're going to be – I mean, they could be hell to deal with on offense. Oh, yeah. I mean, and by the way, Ryan Watts looks unbelievable physically. That, yeah. It has nothing to do with how you play the game, but he almost looks like an undersized Big 12 linebacker at this point. Yes. I mean, he looks like a guy – he could, he looks like a guy that weighed 230 pounds if you wanted him to be yeah. one day. I mean, he, he looks really good physically. Terrence Brooks – Look, I mean, people know uh, that followed uh, Inside Texas and uh, and our YouTube channel that you know we ranked. I was when I was part of the rankings. We had him ranked as a five star prospect. Uh, he's his versatility always stuck out to me in high school. Obviously, his dad Chet Brooks played at A and M in the NFL, uh, but he was a guy I could see play corner, nickel, and safety effectively all of them. But it looks like he's settling in. He's going to be a really good corner uh, yeah. with a lot of ability. I did. I just feel like he's got some innate. Uh, yeah. It's a. It's almost like he he matches his uh, processing skills with his athleticism, and he's a little bit faster than. Yeah. I just make a, you know when those guys are just a little bit quicker at, at a sport. That's yeah. what he looks like to me, and and it's starting to. I think he's uh, gathering steam uh, in that regard. Gavin Holmes, uh, really a a flyer of yeah. sorts, can, oh, yeah. can really open up and run. Uh, it's it's going to be an interesting quarterback or cornerback room. Uh, Keaton Crawford uh, running alongside Jaron Thompson right now with uh, Jalen Catalan not necessarily participating. Another thing we need to mention, referees were out there today, yeah. not participating during the media section, but we think that means that they're probably going to do some teamwork no doubt. later today, uh, which means that, that they'll actually go full 11 on 11 yeah. at some point, yeah. if not seven on seven. Yep. No, exactly. And that's, that's a big change from practice one to practice two. And uh, that's where, competition I think really starts to separate itself is you have a chance to make plays when the whistle is blowing with officiating. Um, so it, that is when the next part of the process for these freshmen really happens. I mean, the drills are day one to day two. They get easier each time. But that first couple times you're in there, we call it live bullets, but first time you're in there, um, whether you're Arch Manning or John Tay Cook, uh, things tend to get real in your head a little bit more. Yeah, and they're not going to tackle to the ground. No. To be clear, they're still in shorts and shoulder pads. Um, and so they're not going to tackle to the ground or anything like that. So it's going to be hard to really see what you have of a Savion Red, for right. example, in the run game, or even if Jaden Blues improved. Yeah. Uh, which I think he's he's looked he looked sharp uh, in the passing game and as a gunner on yeah. special teams. I thought he was as good, if not better, than Keaton Crawford yeah. in some spots today. But uh, you know, you look at you look at the whole team, and, and until those pads really go down and you, you tackle to the ground. Uh, we'll see what happens, but uh, overall, uh, just an interesting day. Any any remaining thoughts before we let people go here, Jerry? No, I I love the energy to coaching staff. Jeff Banks has always had that. And look, this is easy stuff to say, but um, I it's think a sharp choice. choice. His energy is important. He's he's got an important job. I mean, he, he lost two NFL running backs, a first round guy. I mean, he's got a very important job. Chris Jackson probably has the most important job this spring, I would say, because he's the new coach on the staff. And he's going to be mixing in newcomers, A.D. Mitchell, 
Jonte Cook, DeAndre Moore. He's got to get those guys ready to play in the scheme. I thought Steve Sarkeesian was coaching routes today, which was pretty interesting. He did that well. last year, too. Yeah, he, he he's very involved in the route running process, obviously, within his scheme. But Chris Jackson's got a – he was, brings a lot of energy, but he's got a very important job to get freshmen ready, get Adonai Mitchell ready, and then get the best out of Xavier Warren. One more thing I want to mention before we, we go. Eric Nalin uh, and Joe Cook were also here at practice as well. They'll have reports on InsideTexas.com. I'm going to do this weekly state of the program with Eric Nalin later this afternoon so we can actually uh, combine our thoughts and, and have that as well for everybody. Uh, but for Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas, I'm Bobby Burton. This has been on Texas Football. Thank you for watching. For more videos on Texas football, recruiting, and other sports, make sure you click the like button and subscribe to the channel to get the very latest updates. Uh, thank you for watching again and hook them.